Hello again, everybody. This is uh, Jason Powers. So, it's a few days to Christmas. Hopefully, people are making their final preparations and things are going well for them. I'm uh, endeavoring to do the same. So, we're going to discuss a tweet that I tweet, actually a thread that I put together. Well, I was, um, uh, it, it, I took a, uh, situation that had been discussed uh, by Matt Wa- Matt Walsh um, who I mean I follow but I, I mean I don't like listen to his show very often I'm not on the Daily Wire or anything like that very often but that's who he belongs to uh, he's uh, along with uh, Michael Knowles and Ben Shapiro and Andrew Clavin so I'm all aware of those uh, people and a host of others that uh, work with uh with uh, Shapiro, so the idea here is, is well, I just I'll I'll do the uh, tweet uh, thread that I put together, uh, kind of lays out, and I'll discuss or analyze even in some detail what I kind of my logic behind what I was writing, and I started started with his uh, tweet, so we'll get into that, um, so. Let's just go with this tweet. So Matt Walsh uh, had said, Remember when the left said that a gay couple had been oppressed and excluded from society because one bakery in one town in Colorado didn't make them one type of cake? Now all unvaccinated people can be barred from all services and all establishments, and it's totally fine. Um, The case in, in point, so yeah, they came and they wanted a specific message on a on a cake. Uh, the baker refused to make that cake and the, uh, apply that message. Let's just get it. There's a specificity here that has to be discussed because I think that's where we need to start at, and, that, and then we can go from there and see how this has been further along. Um, so, for example, this is what I said initially. Yep, the cake maker could have made the made a cake, but gay couple has no rights to that artist's the craft of cake presentation display. By turn, the desire to ostracize people for health invades privacy status is quite a stunning turn. In both cases, forced compliance is at hand, which is, and the nuance there with the the artist, um, the craftsmanship of cake presentation. So when you go to a bakery, you're, there's two parts, I mean, two distinct parts. The cake, actual, the actual cake itself, which anybody can make a cake. Um, there's some craftsmanships and how it tastes and, and, and whatnot, but ostensibly, if you have 10 people and they know anything about uh, making a cake or making a batter and know how to set temperatures and whatnot, they can get pretty close to making the same kind of cake. I'm sure, yes, there, there's some a nuance there. The second part is the decoration. That's the outward appearance of the cake. Um, that can be very bland and ordinary, and many people can accomplish that. Then as you add layers of difficulty with how the, how the, the cake itself it looks, uh, then you start getting into craftsmanship uh, or uh, someone who has to acquire a skill or has to acquire a ability 
that's far beyond the average person who who would it would take a long time or certainly take more time for them to learn how to do that. So the gay couple is buying the service of presentation, the outward appearance, and they want a message. Well, the artist doesn't have to necessarily comply and give that message uh, the full its full airing. In other words, you're buying the services, you're buying two parts of the services, and this is what uh, businesses are all about. So if you've been in a business, uh, usually when somebody wants a special request or something that's outside of you, the bounds of what you normally do, but yet you can do it, uh, you charge a surcharge or a higher uh, dollar amount in order to achieve uh, that particular uh, uh, dot. In other words, for you to take the time and energy to do that, like say, paint the Sistine Chapel, uh, your 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 artesian experience says, okay, this is what I would want in a in in, in a return for that. Um, now, granted, people say, well, this isn't the Sistine Chapel, but ostensibly for a baker who has to put his values and concerns and his ideas on the line for what he's willing to do. For example, another person could say something a negative towards that person and say. Oh well, uh, you were willing to put that message on the on the cake, and uh, you know I will no longer uh, visit your uh, bakery because I don't I don't agree with that. I thought you were different. So uh, a baker who is providing services is providing multiple. Uh, uh, in this particular case, this is this cake maker. This uh, is is uh, doing this. So. The best way he could have, or she, or whoever, I, I didn't get into the nuances and details of all went on there, what was said, and that's what the left likes to do. They like to muddy the waters, but the 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 key inference is that uh, in order to uh, make this uh, difficult, it isn't so much about making it difficult for the couple to get services, and there's plenty of people out there that would provide them with that service. Uh, but if you value if you value your business the way you want to, you should have a special category and say that this falls into a special category, and then therefore you can put a, a price tag on it. You can say you know uh, upon to be determined, and then you can you could you could say okay, pay me a million dollars, pay me a, a billion dollars. You could put a, a price tag on it that's so astronomical that. Uh, of course, it'll be appalling to them, but you'll say, well, that's the that's the negotiation that I have. Uh, this is what I'm willing to do. And this is what I want you to provide for. And if they're willing to uh, pay you a billion dollars to get this cake made, then you probably have made a pretty good deal because <laughs> you can take that billion dollars and uh, retire. You could you could provide services to to. Uh, less fortunate people. You can do all kinds of things with it. So if someone's willing to, I mean, and people say, well, then you're just, you're just, uh, you're, you're sell out of your values and stuff. Well, yes and no. There are people that sell out very cheaply their values, but you could put, you could say, uh, or you could say, uh, pay me the price of the U.S. national debt. Do you have uh, $29 trillion? And they'll, of course, they'll look at you as you're crazy, but 
you say, well, that's the price I, I'm willing to do this uh, service for. So unless you have $29 trillion that you can put in my bank account, you can go away. <laughs> there's no there's no upward limit to what you could say is, uh, or maybe you say, uh, I need uh, 100 tons of gold or 1,000 tons of gold or whatever, whatever, whatever payment arrangement you want to make or crypto or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be denominated a certain way. The reason why I say this is because if somebody is willing to, if someone's willing to, to pay you that astronomical price to get a message put on their cake, then they're, they, they have misvalued the, the, the services very badly. And therefore you can make a, make a, 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 a deal that you can do a lot more good in your values, but you, it's not that you've sold out your values. It's that you valued your values so highly that you can do so much more with them, and therefore you can probably you have you have done something that uh, is worth your trouble. But that's just that's just getting into the nuances of that. Uh, I'm going to go further. The, 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 I don't just dwell on that. So the next thing. So I say the cake case. Individuals desire to coerce a cake maker a cake maker against their values. Vax case. Government imposes penalties to get biz to impose coercive me- measures to get individuals to do medical procedures that the persons may may not need goes against their beliefs. Government uses uh, business business fascistically. Um, some parallels could occur. Uh, reversion to separate but equal policy status. Vax versus unvaccinated services slash biz. And what I mean by that is so, you know, by doing this and by separating society into vaccinated and unvaccinated, um, the United States back in the eight, late 1800s, I think it was 1896, maybe I'd have to look it up. I could, I could look at, uh, do a search on it, but Plessy v. Ferguson. So, uh, there was a rail car, I think it was, uh, I forget which, uh, there, there was a, back in the day, there was a popular, service that, you know, a rail car, I forget the name of the company, but it was one of the um, iconic services of the time. <clears throat> and there was a uh, uh, a gentleman, he was a, a black man. Uh, they labeled him back in the day, they, they used to call people, you know, very, you know, they used terms like octoroon, which was had to do with the fact that you're your grandparents or your great grandparents were one of them was black, so that was a way to uh, label someone uh, a disparaging way uh, to, you know, to obviously smear them and, and ob- obviously point out that they're black. Um, I don't think we need to go further on that, but that was that was involved in this situation. But the idea was is that the court at the time made made this ruling about separate but equal services that as long as you provided services for black people versus uh, services for white people uh that was that was okay so separating uh, divide and conquer divide divide society and of course that's where most of the civil rights era undid that at least in the late 1950s and going into the 1960s so the point was to set that parallel, you know, that's where uh, rulings like Brown v. Board, uh, Board of Education 
and other rulings uh, came about that uh, undid that that particular, uh, uh, I guess you could call it, uh, uh, well, discriminatory practice that was operating specifically in the South in the United States. Um, do I, you know, do do I think we need to go back to that? Absolutely not. But uh, there's people. That's what the the gay the gay couple was getting at. They were using a discriminatory tool. Well, yes, everybody does have a discriminational a discriminational ability in terms of how they decide to provide their uh, their um, uh, interactions with other people. We discriminate on. I mean, think about it. If someone comes up to you and says, "I want to go out with you," and you say no, you know, someone will say, "Well, you're discriminating against me." I mean, you can get so you can get so blatant like that. They'll say, "Well, you're providing a service." Correct. You're providing a service to make a cake. Uh, how that cake is uh, presented can be is determined. I mean, the more uh, the more elaborate the cake is, the more costly it's going to be. The problem with the artesian uh, or somebody in this regard is that he undervalued his service, and if he wanted to set that price, he should have. I don't know whether he made that distinction or not, but he certainly could have made that distinction. That was my argument that I just made. Uh, that you know, you can, you can. Uh, there are ways to provide that. It isn't that you shouldn't provide the service. It's that you should make it so astronomically high that the person who is asking for it will say, well, I won't agree to that. And then therefore the contract isn't made. And you can say, and then you could offer them, you could say, well, I know a cake maker down the street that'll do it just for this price. So maybe you should do that, you know, and that's not being, I mean, people say, well, why would you undercut your own business? It's like, well, I mean, if you feel your values are more important than that, that's what you should do. You should have freedom of association. That's one of the things that uh, allows uh, for certain things. Now, I don't agree that the government should ever be involved in setting boundaries and saying it's okay to dis be discriminatory and set up separate groups for uh, separate things for for people. You know, this is where this is why people are going back to homeschooling and whatnot. They have a right to do that. They don't want to be a part of the governmental system because it's overrun by the government. The same way back in the the separate and equal, there were many localities where government was involved in those setting up separate and equal water fountains and whatnot and busing systems and there was different rules for different people. Obviously, that's discriminatory. So getting away from that was a a very good idea. Uh, and like all good ideas, there's always people who have motivations other than what the idea is to to make it more complicated and people want nuance and people like to exploit those things. And this is where we're going to go with the rest of this uh, discussion. So the Vax passport uh, designed and continued control persons, liberties, choices, and economic desires to create burdens that mirrors authoritarian regimes worldwide, CCCP. This leaves aside U.S. government case has a government uh, case that has a virus, hands and gain-of-function studies, Nicholas Wade, coming from China and lockdown plan. Now U.S. mask up vaccine schedule with a 95% a 95% of vaccinations being mRNA delivered. Coronavirus is highly adaptable and vax escape has occurred. 
private health erased top-down government edicts. So the concept here is that uh, we have these people who have uh, uh, been involved in making viruses gain a function. We're pretty we're pretty confident that this virus was a uh, manufactured gain of function uh, experiment that escaped from a lab. That's what without getting into the nuances of that. And China, who offered a lockdown plan because that was what they said needed to be done, and the media and our politicians and our medical establishment ate it up like cotton candy. Uh, this has also been a precursor because uh, there were plans circulating going back for 15 to 20 years regarding this. As a matter of fact, there was a plan in the United States in the mid-2000s that was developed <laughs> Austin, there was a case of a, a girl coming up with this plan, and her father just happened to be tied to the Bush administration and put this on paper. And so did the Rockefeller uh, plan came out in 2010. And of course, you know, there's been there's numerous people that have circulated that lockdown is the way you should go about stopping viruses, which is not the case. But anyways, so and then now we're in the cycle of. You know, now we're on booster schedules, but okay, let me move on on this uh, tweet thread that I put together. So when I said private health erased, in other words, uh, there's no longer, uh, you know, HIPAA laws don't apply. Uh, your privacy doesn't matter. Now you have just top-down government edicts because uh, you, you the agencies are uh, rolling out all these measures and the CDC inter interfered with uh, for example, housing, uh, they suspended uh, rent payments and did all these measures. This has all been in, uh, tied to an objective that's outside of the reach of any government. They, these things should not have been interfered in, but yet they were, and they used the guise of the crisis. So let me continue here. Preparation of this has been studied. Uh, worldwide lockdowns, Michael P. Singer know this voluminously in a great book. Yes, he, he released a book recently. The opportunity to enforce AVAX was a Fauci Bill Gates idea. They created a network of authoritarians well paid. I know and graduated with Bill's global CFO, Jamie Morris. Yes, I went to school with one of his uh, minions that works in his uh, organization, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Uh, I know her because she was our class valedictorian. And I know who she is, and I was in uh, several classes with her. I know what kind of person she generally was, and she hasn't changed from that particular ideology. She used to work for J.P. Uh, Morgan Chase and Goldman Sachs. And she uh, then came over to the Gates Foundation in 2010 and has been there ever since. Authoritarian me uh, media and medical and political classes have made a mockery of human rights and gaslit the public over easily verified and usually their prior comments. Fauci's, Fauci intersects well across these as Robert F. Kennedy uh, Jr. discusses in his book. And then I uh, attaches a tweet from Michael Singer. The amount of misinformation being put out by government ministers and senior medics about the purport, proportion of unvaccinated people in hospital with COVID is reaching a new level that is beginning to feel disturbingly sinister. Uh, and then the tweet is from the Daily Skeptic. No, the NA, NHS is not being overwhelmed by the unvaccinated. The, and then, so, 
Uh, that was actually a quote from that that particular article. Uh, so yes, and they've been they've been hustling us on that idea. This is about demonizing unvaccinated people because of their choices, and uh, uh, it is really a sickness that is uh, overwhelmed. So, in terms of what the medical establishment is willing to put out, even though there's substantial evidence, in in particular in the British NHS. Uh, there's data that's being reported that show that the vaccinated are substantially more the more the uh, uh, I guess you could say case involvement um, for lack of uh, of uh, more clear terms. And I did it. I do have an article that I could post on that, and they put out weekly reports, and people can analyze it their own way. So anyway, Gates was from the outset. Uh, Gates was from the outset appeared on TV across the world as a non-medically degreed and unlicensed shill to scare people and predicted program the masses for new normal. Governments acted in lockstep, rollouts coordinated, vaccines hocked, media campaigns slickly produced, uh, World Economic Forum, boom. These things confused as economic catastrophe was purposeful for anyone, for anyone. BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street didn't, didn't own. For anyone, BlackRock, Vanguard, State Street didn't own. Central banks printed more cash. No no debates as emergency orders hit damnable, uh, hit, hit damnable government overreach. Fear is the method to keep questions at bay or called conspiracy theorists. Yes. So while, they're, while they media hustled everybody and while they were putting up these slickly produced, fear-porn-driven advertisements uh regarding you know how much death is going on ignoring the fact that death has been going on for time memorial and that you know prior to this pandemic people didn't focus one iota on the fact that about seven five hundred to eighty five hundred people died per day in the united states from 2014 to 2019 and nobody batted an eyelash nobody can't gave a shit uh, when I say no one gave a shit, uh, only re- only people you gave a shit about were the people that were right next to you or close to you, whether they were your family or re- re- relatives, um, uh, somewhat close relatives or friends. Those are the people you cared about. Why? Because you knew them. If someone died across the country that you've never met before, you didn't you didn't think very much about them. They were a statistic. Uh, if they died of uh, suicide, you may have had pity for them if you. Uh, I mean, I heard about their their plights. People hear about the murders on TV, and of course, they the only thing that the media does is hustle hustle people on their emotions based upon the fact that they are they died of say they were a tragedy of of a, a rape or a homicide, and depending depending upon their external characteristics, whether they wanted to make a big deal of that or not, and that that is the ultimate truth. Uh, they hyper-sensationalize hyper uh, coverage of certain events in order to obviously get ratings, make money, push agendas, uh, contort and confuse people who are easily contorted and confused because that's the way they operate. That's why you should ignore the media as much as possible, especially when they're not based in factual statistics. Crime in the United States has been down for the last uh, last two decades. Uh, prior to 2020, uh, the FBI was reporting substantial uh, criminal 
decline uh, decline in criminality uh, across the board. There was very there were very few upticks under the uh, when I say upticks, just like uh, populations under a hundred thousand, they were having more drug issues. Uh, certain big cities were having, you know, basically the same amount of arsons or rapes or whatnot. But overall, if you looked at it over a trend, and this trend existed under Obama and Trump, so it isn't a political thing. This was, uh, this would was going on. The society was becoming less violent, less, uh, there were less crimes. The only thing that was getting ginned up was more racism based upon the fact that, uh, the media and Obama's administration, and then uh, were working in constant, uh, concert, and Obama flags and shells when Trump was in office were ginning up the idea of a racism angle, which we'll go into further. So, legal systems are hamstrung, uh, hamstrung as well. Chaos needed to expand to social justice as George Floyd, ex-con, served the chaos. Violence and crime have escalated. Judges, prosecutors, and politicians further devolved. The call for a great reset over a coronavirus at 99.7% survival without vax is telling. The fear-driven narratives focused on CV-19 death tolls, leaving aside in the United States 88% of un-CV-19-related, not uniquely caused death. So yeah, what I'm saying there is... uh, while they were concentrating on what was labeled as the death tolls of uh, COVID-19, uh, 88% of the people had no relationship to COVID-19 at all who died in the United States. And even amongst the CV-19 death tolls, a substantial, like 94% of them, were uh, co- there was multiple comorbidities, an average of you know, at least over two and, and sometimes three, four, three or four comorbidities aside from the the labeling of you know died died with covid not died of covid so the concept here is that uh you know the other 88 percent of the people who didn't have any contact whatsoever with covid19 were not being focused on and those deaths could have escalated as well but of course the media didn't do a breakdown or analysis because actually informing the public of these sorts of statistics uh, doesn't fit their narrative, doesn't help them, doesn't achieve their goal to scare the shit out of you. If people said, found out that there were only 17,000 murders in the United States in, in say, 2020 or, or 2019, which is roughly where it is, but there's also 68,000 uh, people who died from uh, meth overdoses, and meth has increased substantially over the last couple of years. Uh, and when I say meth overdose, meth related, uh, meta, like, uh, when I'm in meth, sorry, uh, fentanyl, fentanyl use, sorry. So fentanyl, uh, that the number of fentanyl related deaths have escalated substantially in suicides are up. Uh, if they looked at all the other, uh, things, this is the problem. This is the, but this is the beauty of the way they are presenting this. See, now public health is solely focused on COVID. It that's all it is. That's all these people are done. It's a hustle. It's a great hustle. And the sad thing is, we have so many people that are hustling people on this and focused on this that hardly any of them are focused on anything else but this, which is dangerous. Which is, of course, what they want. Proud they 
it is such a sickness that has become endemic <laughs> to government organizations that they create problems. They do it so that they have something to run on. And they do it to control the population. And by controlling the population, I mean controlling and manipulate their emotions. You know, you can't have a good campaign if you don't have a good uh, problem to to run against. Oh, I'll, I'll fix COVID, which was what Joe Biden ran on. He ran on, oh, I could do a better job than Trump. Well, he didn't do a better job than Trump. Not that he had any control at all over this, to be frank about it. He couldn't have controlled it. Neither could Trump. Nobody who sits 3,000 miles away from you controls your health or certainly shouldn't control your health. But yet that's what they're trying to do. That's why they're using government overreach of mandates and manipulation. Let me get back to this, though. Therapeutics are, uh, therapeutics are heresy and censored. Influencers hustle vaccines plus boosters ad, no ad nauseum. Fauci has ran pandemic response for two years. And and these issues can, can exist worldwide. Mass formation, that's basically the, pre, the, the idea of mass psychosis, that creates or triggers neurotic fear or lack of critical thought or rational countermeasures, immune system, and reality of viruses. You can't control the virus because the virus is invisible. You can't go and see it. You, don't, you can't, your awareness of the virus and where it is, is viruses, uh, learn to adapt to stay alive because they're that's what they're doing. They're they're a uh, they're like any entity that is has achieved uh, life. Um, they want to stay alive, so they're adaptable. And of course, uh, if you let them just naturally spread throughout the population and they get immunity to their to what the virus does, that would be a much better or greater. Um, way to do this than lo by locking down they they what they did is they extended the lifetime of the virus they wanted to keep the virus of in the area they wanted people inside their homes because they know uh, people who are in um, shut-ins are neurotic they watch a lot of tv uh, they become very uh, let's just say it, it triggered a uh, Anybody who is OCD, who lives inside, who gets fearful of things, and then are wiping down everything, they have poor immune systems. Just a host of bad, just a grab bag of very, uh, let's just say, ways to psychologically harm people. It's basically you're imprisoning the person. You're you're imprisoning you're imprisoning them in a thought process that they have adapted into their their brain due to this situation because this is this is this is done this is done in the most malevolent way but it's done in a subtle way so that people people with not enough critical thinking skills evidently can't see through them through this through the facade of what what's going on the government isn't trying to help you the government's trying to hurt you very badly uh irrespective of the vaccine so if your immune system is weakened you're mentally unstable because of this situation uh which has parts of reality and this is always what the left does it says you don't believe the virus exists oh i can believe the virus exists i can hold in my mind that the virus exists and there's been an overreaction reaction to it those two things can both mutually exist 
this is that they, they always try to hustle people on that on that concept and try to dismiss you as some crazy that doesn't you know doesn't believe there's something out there hurting people or whatever and the funny thing is is yeah there's lots of things out there hurting people they, they there's things reality 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 hurts people every day uh you can ignore reality but you can't ignore the consequences of reality as uh Ayn Rand I think is noted to say that yeah you can you can uh, the consequences of reality is, is that you ha- you have to have a rational response to things so here here's the the final bit of this but government corporations have done done this for power gains they want compliant worker serves to adhere 24/7 the silos of pharma, medicine, media information, and agency power have operated as a tool to quote civil and human rights, mimicking the CCP. Make no mistake, plans were were made to take your take your cake and force your life into medical hellscape. Resistance is it futile or is it futile? That is the question. And by futile, I mean back in the old days, feudalism. Uh, there were uprisings, you know, the the farmers with pitchforks or futile. Or is everybody going to just lay down like good little sheep and take it? Take it. I guess I have to explain it to, uh, for them to under, for people to understand that. So yeah, they want you to be these compliant worker serfs who listens to every dictate that they hand down and want you to have a vaccine passport or a, basically a passport. To do everything and everything in the life tied to what they say you can do, you can you have to have six shots, or you have to uh, spend money a certain way, or you have to uh, adhere to. I mean, what give? What makes you think that they won't roll out something else? What makes you think they won't be another virus that they'll tell you to be scared of, and you have to get vaccinated against? And then they're making there's money involved in this. The middlemen in life make all the money and my middleman the more layers of bureaucracy or corporate or, or uh, uh, kleptocracy of the corporate type the more layers that are involved uh, more middle managers they don't really understand that they're just being used but they're good little technocrats but there's also middle middle managers in terms of services like businesses uh, there'll be new fascinating businesses that'll get built and though their 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 sole reason for existence is as a go between between the government and you, in order to get you to follow what the government wants you to wants you to do by using that business or quasi agency or whatever you want to call it entity uh, to do that, and then they build and that's what the build back better bullshit is all about is to do that. Sorry, I. Every time I monitor, it just keeps on refreshing. But that's where we're at. And so I'll play a couple of clips here and we'll be out for today because I've already gone a lot longer than I expected. So we're going to start with. And, uh... We are the Borg. Lower your shields and surrender your ships. We will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to our own. Your culture will adapt to service us. Resistance is futile. And then we'll close out with a Christmas song that we're all aware of. And I felt like that was a good way to end the broadcast. Because that's where we're at. We're a couple days out uh, from our uh, 
from uh, finally hitting Christmas, and this year will be almost in the books. So um, I'll go ahead and play it, and I'll stop talking. there we go. So I appreciate uh, doing this broadcast uh, as always. I guess we'll close out with my closing music. Uh, but okay, so I guess I got to close there. Um, discussions are always good to have or, or discussions about your own thinking sometimes are very important. And I'm also going to end with an idea I came up with today or thought of. So most of this situation is going to involve sacrifice. That's the that's the key word, sacrifice. And when you're sacrificing, you're going to have to give up something that you, you uh, unfortunately um, didn't think you would have to because you thought things were stable. You thought things were going to get back to quote-unquote normal as Gates would uh, decided to race. Um, and by sacrifice, I mean... Uh, everybody wants to think that you can just protest and walk and, and blah 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 uh, the next phase to this is arrests 
and you can either be arrested on the government's time which means that they're gonna wait you out until they bankrupt you or you can arrest on your time which means that you have to um, do the marches be resistant to these vaccine passports and mandates but the only thing that gets people's attention is when powerful leaders or powerful voices are willing to, to step up and take the next take the next plunge into it to this situation. And in order to do that, they're going to have to step out of their little. Uh, they're going to have to sacrifice and lead. You have to have leaders. People don't care about a massive group that you know they don't know who and they don't ha- they don't have an identification to. So you're going to have to see people like a like a Rand Paul or uh, you know a congressman or even Stephen K. Bannon or other people Naomi Wolf. They're going to have to be willing to buck up, or put up or shut up. And I'm not just I'm not just putting it on them, but that's just the idea. So I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday ahead. God bless the United States of America, and God save the world.